Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today we have a crossover event, again, of the century. But I can't say of the century because it just it kind of just keeps happening. I'm here with Allison. Good morning, Pop Chasers, and welcome to a special episode where Sam Bush and I, Hot Off the Mess host, are going to talk all about Love is Blind finale. Now, I had a revelation last night. Late last Please night. share with the, with everyone. You need to tell everyone. <laughs> Guys, I'm from Chicago and this season is filmed in Chicago. And I, I figured, you know, I probably have, you know, it's like when you go on Facebook and you see like one mutual friend and it was like one kid from one class in college that you never talk to again. Uh, I went to college with Danielle and she lived uh, an apartment or one or two apartments directly below me. Uh, was in the same sorority pledge class, different house. And we have mutual friends to like a, a degree that I was like, wait, I've heard of this girl before. Um, and I, my world was rocked. My world was rocked. It only took nine hours for me to put it together. When you broke this news to me, I was like, what? Because now that you're thinking back on so many maybe conversations that people have been like, oh, Danielle, Danielle, you're like, that was that person. There was a girl in my sorority pledge class who would constantly talk about her best friend, Danielle, as you do about your best friend. Yeah. And that was this Danielle. Because oh I went through, I went back to Danielle's Instagram and I went all the way back to her college days. And there she was, the girl in my pledge class, who I'm not going to name, but uh, she's there in the pics. They exist. She called her my girl in the photo. Wow. So- I, I felt like my, again, my world was rocked and I immediately am like, I need to talk to this girl. We need to talk about college. We need to talk about mutual friends. You need to talk about a lot of things. I don't even really need to talk. I mean, I do need to talk about a lot of things with her, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I, and then also like a lot of, I'm, my friend was watching it last night and she texts me, she goes, Oh, our, our, one of our good friends, boyfriends. He's friends with Shake. Shut up. And then another one, another girl is friends with Mallory. And I'm like, my my 
I mean, I've been waiting my whole life for a moment like this. For a moment. No, I, I mean, just, I won't sing it. Sing Kelly it. Brienne. Sounded like that's that a Kelly Brienne note song. That you just hit. That was like, that was good. Thanks. I think there's a, I think there's a copyright thing, so I won't. But just know that. Okay. Just know that's why I'm not singing. So here's the thing that's really blowing my mind is like we're now at the age where we would possibly know the people on reality television that we're watching. And that's a place I never really realized that I would be. I'm, I mean, I've only known one girl adjacently I've who's been no on one. The Bachelor. And that feels like I should know more. It does. I mean, wait till you know someone that becomes a real housewife. That will be wild. Oh, I, can't, I mean, if it's not me. I hope it's I you. hope it's me. I'm gonna I hope it's you. shake up the industry. I'm gonna disrupt the industry. I've been watching I've been watching the dropout, which is that Elizabeth Holmes show, and it's just I've got that concept in my head. Just I'm a disruptor. Okay. Yeah, you love Elizabeth. Let's well, let's talk about love is blind. Let's talk about love is blind. Because okay. I have thoughts. And I'm sure you do. Because actually Sam texted me while she was watching the finale last night and I go, shut up. Yeah. Just shut I literally the fuck go, up. Allison, I'm crying. She goes, please leave me alone. Stop talking to me. Yeah. Because I wanted it Save to be it for the fresh. pod. <laughs> Save, Save it for the, the pod. pod. Okay. Allison, this is my first love is blind experience. This is my first wedding. This Welcome. is everything. Welcome. When I started the episode, I got to tell you, I was a little confused. I feel like I maybe started it a little bit late because I feel like it really just jumped right into Nick and Danielle saying their vows. They and jumped right like, in. Okay. I thought I was losing, but I was like, Oh, okay. We're oh, we're here. We're here. And he, are you going to say sweaty? Drenched. My he first note. Sweaty. My first note is Nick is so sweaty. He, Allison threw his suit coat down suit coat. his groin. He had sweat on his groin that he had to cover up as he walked down the aisle. I was oh. like, is this man okay? And then I was thinking, she's in a long sleeve. She is. She must be sweating too, but not as much as him. That was, that was like unearthly. Like that was, was, it was disgusting. I think the word you're looking for is repulsed. I was repulsed. Allison, I was sick and I don't know what I would do if I was looking at someone who I thought was love of my life and they were sweating like that. I'd be like, can we get this (laughs) man a napkin? A a handkerchief? Uh, Yeah, a kerchief. I would have loved for like there to be at least. He could have dabbed. He could have dabbed. He literally, I mean, he had a speed of sweat, like, going into his eye. Oh I, God, I saw that. <laughs> you know, I just, what? so what are your thoughts on Allison, or not Allison, what are your thoughts on Danielle and Nick? Like, I. I They're not good. They're not no. good. And look, I'm no. going to be honest. I'm still trying to talk to Danielle, so I'm not going to throw her under the bus. Okay. But here's what I will say. Okay. Danielle seems very happy. And also, I feel like the awkwardness that I attributed to her earlier on in the season, uh, one of like one thing that stood out to me a lot was the way she said, I love you, always felt very knee-jerk. And like she felt like she had to say it back. And I didn't really get the, the emotion behind it. Okay. Uh, I think that that was nervousness in front of the camera. And I think I saw that and it came, I had my come to Jesus moment during the finale when she was talking about like, I'm a wife. Ah, 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 I've always wanted this. And I was like, oh, she's still just really fucking awkward on camera mm-hmm. where Nick, I think does come off a little bit more natural with that said, Nick has given me, it's like a fucking Daytona 500, Indy 500 
Daytona 500, the amount of red flags that are on the field. Oh, Allison. When he, the way he talks to her and about her concerns me. And I hope, I hope he watches this back and can clock that if they're still together, like in uh, February, 2022, Mm -hmm. because it does concern me a little bit that I didn't like how he talked to her, how he talked down to her. I don't like when men use their age as like, I'm more mature than you. It's like, first of all, babes, we mature quicker than you. Yeah. Like we've been 36 since we were 13. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So by the time I'm 30, mama, I'm 75. I'm on my deathbed. Like I listen. So he just listen here. I'm listening. How do I say this? How do I say this? Nick is so she I she strikes me as someone who's obviously very insecure and sure. that I have and sympathy I get that. for obviously oh my god yeah but he's so controlling and it's like this very it's going to become a toxic dynamic if I worry not already about that. has and I worry about I, that because she's going to be constantly seeking his approval and he's going to be constantly disapproving and it's just going to be this like mm, I worry. I worry. I I hated how sweaty he was, but I'm glad that they got them out of the way. Because I was like, this is a couple I don't care about. This is the one thing that also I want to say. Her mom said after they both said I do. Oh, I know. This is all she's ever wanted. And then Danielle repeated that. And she was like, I'm a wife. This is all I could have ever wanted. And to a degree, I get that. Like, I would love nothing more than to find a partner who I can spend my life with. And I, I think I said this last week on the podcast, you want to find somebody who compliments you, doesn't supplement you. And I worry that for Danielle, I don't think Nick compliments her. And I think that, like, I hate, like, psychoanalyzing people, but at the same time, I don't. I love yeah, to do I'm it. Yeah, I'm like, do you? Yeah, no, I, it's like I'm literally an armchair therapist. Okay. Uh, I worry that like the insecurities that she has uh, and and then in turn seeking validation from somebody who's giving her that in this moment is going to only supplement what she needs in that moment and not necessarily give her what she needs and what she's always really wanted, which is a partner. Uh, And I don't know if Nick is that partner. So I think they almost tried to build Nick and Danielle as the Lauren and Cameron for those that watch season one. They're not. And I am inter- I really am interested to see where they go because there were like, whereas Ayana and Jarrett, who we'll get to, I'm like, fuck, I am going to send them a wedding gift because I love we them. We'll get there. We will get there. I completely agree with everything you're saying. So when I had texted you last night, yeah, I believe the words were, I am weeping. Yes, they were. And you told me to shut up. Um, I told as, you, as a- shut the fuck up. No emotions. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, weeping. Wait. No. Yeah. And then... The journey that I went on after I was crying. What made you cry? Okay. What made me cry is so Deeps and Shake. Oh. He was talking about how like about his culture and how he feels at home and like, you know, they're walking down the aisle and there's drums and like there was tears. Love to talk about the walking then, down the aisle. The oh, white. Are you talking about <laughs> Yes. Uh there was a couple white people behind Shake who one person lost. was raising the roof like Thomas Ravenel in his commercial, and not even not even on beat. No, not even on beat. It was like he was just I don't know what to do with my arms. I'm walking down this aisle, and I was like, oh my god, 
So it then, I, then I saw her, and she's so stunning. Stunning. Like, breathtaking. Like, that dress. Yep. I was shitting, crying, throwing up. I was like, she's stunning. Absolutely. I die for her. Yeah, her and her so mother. So I was crying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we get to the vows. And I quickly, those tears dried up real quick. <laughs> the Sahara Desert. So quick. Wait, you're an only child. Yes. We had a whole episode about this. We did. At one, at one point, Shake says, "I am." He's talking about the wedding and what a what an important day it is. And he goes, "I'm an only child, but today's not just about me. It's about Deep Tea." And I have to be honest, like that to me felt like, "Do you walk to school or bring your lunch?" I couldn't put two and two together. And as an only child, have you thought about how being an only child changes your wedding to being not just about you, but about the person you're marrying, not your sibling? Literally never has crossed my mind. I couldn't make sense of it. Heads or tails, nothing. He is a dark figure. Like, he's a narcissistic fuckboy. There is. So... I felt emotions. I was crying. I liked seeing everybody together. I thought everyone just looked beautiful and happy and everything was lovely. It was a celebration. Exactly. And then it wasn't. Uh, And then it wasn't. (laughs) And then Deeps says, I can't. I I can't do this. I'm choosing me. And I was like, yes, you fucking go, girl. Because I was convinced they were going to get married. I was convinced because, again, I have never seen this show before. I never saw season one, so I don't really know how things work out. I don't know anything. And I didn't even creep Instagrams except for my Queen Natalie, which we'll get to. We'll get to. But you wouldn't have found anything on Instagram because everything is so buttoned up. Right. And so when she said that and then just walked away, I was like, I'm so fucking proud of her. Because she was like, I want someone and I deserve someone who knows 100% they want to be with me. And even his parents told him that yep. about her. They were like, she's a queen and sorry, you're a fucking clown jester. And this motherfucker I, acting like he doesn't care, acting like, oh my God, Allison, I was like, I hate him. So I, I have to break down all of that. Yeah, you said so much that's everything. I know I'm my mind's going a million no, miles now. Because you a just said and, Oak today. It's nine thirty a.m. It's nine thirty. So the when she walked away and her mom came up to her, the smile on that woman's face. Not, and I'm not talking about her mother. I'm talking about Deep's face. Yeah, it was the biggest smile. I've, it was the Cheshire Cat. I've never seen someone smile bigger and be more happy. She, she, I had never seen that in her entire experience on the show. So that's how I know she made the right decision. Now, Shake, he also seemed so relieved, so relieved that I was just like, you guys were both just waiting. It was a game of chicken. Who was going to pull the trigger first? Mm -hmm. And I think like both of them were just so happy to not be together. And for, and I do think Shake seemed upset. Like, I think he seemed Ego, his ego was burned. Oh, his ego was bruised so bad. Yeah. He was so embarrassed. But he so tried inst- to like play it off as cocky. Yeah, where he's like, let's get this party started. I, was like, I have a well, reservation uh, at Nobu on Sunday. He's like, my life is great. I'm going to get, you know, you know that shit's bad when this is what you say. 
I'm going to get back into working out. My fitness routine. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's he's having a hard time. Yes. And he's then he said, and I have a reservation. And I'm not working until Monday. And I have a reservation at Nobu on Sunday. And listeners, if you are interested to find out how that reservation at Nobu went, the dip.com will have an article about it next Friday with Shake. Uh, we're talking to him. And honestly, of course, the only question we really have is how was dinner at Nobu? So check that out. Yeah, on three, four. It'll be great. But yeah, I think that they both were so relieved. He looked like mm-hmm. an idiot. Like he tried to when he was like, we'll be friends. This is great. I'm so in. The, oh, you know what really boiled my blood? Like the tea sitting next to me right now. Which when tea, Allison? I have three beverages sitting next to me. I gave Sam a tour before we started recording. Yeah. One is a 24 ounce of just plain water. Then I have uh, two different teas and I'll leave it I at that. that. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to everyone who gave me sleep advice. I really appreciate it. I don't know, Sam, what your bladder advice came to be, but I didn't give any advice. I just had a lot of people being like, same girl. I love that for you. And I got that too. So I just want to thank everybody. And um, for those wondering, uh, wine has done the jo- done the job. So <laughs> anyway, uh, when he, what really boiled my blood was when he said, I'm just glad I didn't have to say anything first because she would have said yes if I said yes. And I was like, you still have no respect for this woman. And that is when I was like, you know what? Go play with your little puppies and go mix your tapes. You lame ass DJ who's like 30 something. And I hope I never see you in Chicago, period. Yeah, that really got me. And that really proved to me that like this guy is just... The guy that we saw the first episode asking the concert she, question, and I'll never the, if she that. could fit on his shoulders at a concert. That's who he is. Yes, you know what I would have said. I was a little duped occasionally. You were? And, oh yeah, I was. No, he called her his aunt. Yeah, Look, even then I was like, maybe they can push through it. I, <laughs> I have to say something. I think that. Um, I think people need to take things at their own pace, but when chemistry is being questioned, like you just got to bang and I, they, they weren't moving in that direction. And I think no. they, they missed the exit to the point where there was, you couldn't turn around. It no, you turned at that point. Like they couldn't just like fuck. Cause then it would be like, Oh, that's weird. Cause we're now doing like this, this pressure. It's yeah. weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Just so fuck. who cares? Just fuck. And honestly, like when he said the ant thing, I go, oh, they're never going to fuck. You can't fuck you your can't aunt. fuck your aunt. That's literally illegal in most states, yeah, I think. Yeah, and also like she's going to watch this and be like, you think I'm you your aunt? You call me I'm your aunt? Like, oh, that's no good. That's literally the most upsetting thing. But Let's and I also on. really, yeah, just one, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I just want to, I mean, I thought we were going to, no, go for it. No, I, I could talk no. about them all day. No, it's fine. It was so stupid. Say? No, it's so stupid. Okay. Then let's yeah. move to, should we do Mal and Sal? Mallory and Salary? Yes. Let's talk about Mallory and Salary. Guys, there's a meme that the dip posted. And I think it was what's up. I think somebody, I don't know if it was a dip original. If not, it's still on the dip. And it was somebody taking their headphones off. And it said, every time Sal starts singing, I'm Love is Blind. Oh and my God. I know, Sam, for you, when you see a man's butt crack and you get the ick, mm-hmm. for me, it's when a man sings opera or just sings in or general. Or sings in general with any sort of instrument. Mm-hmm. I don't need that in my life. And so, like, I honestly give Mallory a lot of credit for sticking around as long as she did because uh, Barf 
but they were never, I I'm shocked because some people really thought they were going to make it work because their communication. I did not see that. No, I thought that they were, she wasn't being who she is. Like the person we saw talking to Jarrett is not the same person that she was when she had to talk to Sal. And someone had DM'd me something that I just thought was such a good point. And they were like, do you think Salary is love bombing her? Like, he does these really grand gestures. But when day-to-day stuff, like, he's not really... He's not there. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's a really good point. Because it, it did seem so odd. Like, the cooking of the dinner with, like, sir, anyone, a monk, Ruby... Who has w- one brain cell could make a fucking stir fry. And I just like it. I just really never connected with them at all. Neither did I. And I there's a part of me that like I really don't like Mallory. And I know that sounds mean, but I really don't because she's one of those girls that's like, I only hang around guys and I love sports and I'm not a I'm not a girl's girl. And it's like, shut she the fuck sports? up. Yeah, that's what she was telling Jared. She was like, oh. I love football. I love you know, I'm like, okay. So I never connected yeah. with her either. I Mm-mm. actually like um would say that I pulled back when they were on screen. Oh, because I just didn't care. Yeah. No, I was like, these two are it's not gonna happen. So I do but I do find it interesting then that they ended it saying like we should maybe go on a date. They didn't go on that date, I don't think. They did not go on that date. Like that was such a weird Oh, God. And, like, for him to be so unsure the morning of and being like, I just have to see her. And when I see her, I'll know. And then they gave these really nice speeches to one another. And then he just is like, I can't do this. But I think he's, like, a good person. I liked his speech at the end to her family. I thought that that was really really nice. nice. Like, I feel like they handled it really well. And I think that they both realized, like, oh, no, no, no. And I think she's, like, devastated, though, because – oh. Like, she let herself be vulnerable and then got rejected. And I think that's really hard for her. I I agree. But I don't know. I just never saw it between them. And they kind of were just that couple that I was like, oh, yeah, like, we're still kind of doing this. I also just feel like like there was some family stuff going on there. <gasps> With her family? Mm-hmm. Yes. That, and that like, was probably a thing for him. Of course. And also for her, like mm-hmm. I, this is, uh, not everyone is going to have the Jared's parents or, I mean, I thought Natalie and Shane's parents, like both like their families were like really accepting, but not everyone's going to be like that. Right. And so like, that's going to add some stress to the relationship too. And like, why would you want to get married on that note? Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not starting off positive. Right. If, like, I, think also, like, I think he's so close with his family that it probably really bothered him that like there wasn't that same thing on the other side. You know, like I have a hard time because I'm so close with my parents. I've dated people before who weren't close with their parents and had this very strange relationship. And I'm just like, oh, God, because then they don't understand my closeness with my family. And, and then, then they're they the think, weird one. And then I'm the weird one. I'm like, they're like, you're codependent. I'm like, that's probably true. But like, I love them. I literally have Also, a I'm an only child. Who else am I going to fucking talk to? And I'm an only child. So like, today is not just about me. It's also about Deep Tea. Exactly. <laughs> it's 
exactly. Exactly. I think I'm going to make that like my bio on Instagram or something. Cause it's like, it just, it doesn't go. Yeah. I mean, God bless them. I hope that they, I don't think they'll end up together. He's going to get married quick though. I just have this vibe from him that he's going to like, he's going to marry that girl that he left to go on the show. That's right. Yeah. But Mallory and salary, you guys, Mallory and salary. You guys were really something. He really, you know, when I really hated him, is when, when he says, when he my Apple? fiance is like Beyonce. And I said, <gasps> I would smash that guitar. Smash oh, it. Over his head. Oh, I would go fucking, I'd be Motley Crue. I would be smashing his instruments. I hate when people sing to me because where do you look? No, do you exactly. look them in the eye? I don't. I couldn't look at it. That's the last place I'm looking. And so don't put me in that position. Don't do that. Don't Don't do that. I don't even like happy birthday. Every single photo of me growing up sitting, sitting down at my birthday cake, I'm like plugging my ears. I'm crying. I hate happy birthday. I I personally, you know what it is? And this is going to be really weird. Guys, slide in my DMs if if you have this experience or if you're a doctor and you know why this happens to me. I hate acapella music. And that extends to the Pledge of Allegiance. That extends to the Star Spangled Banner. That extends to all of the songs that people sing at baseball games. And then everyone's around you and they're singing it. I can't explain it to you. Do you like karaoke? I hate it. Devil. Devil's music. I, my eyes water. Like I get a physical reaction. Like my heart races and my eyes start to water. And not in a teary-eyed way. Like in a way where I'm like, my body shuts. It's like like shutting down. You're going to get a sty in your eyes. I soon. know. You know what? I have had a couple styes. Okay. Yeah. And I just want to tell That's him, okay. warm compress, baby boy. Warm compress. <laughs> I see him doing doing nothing with nothing. this sty. Not even I think he ointment. wants it to get bigger for He's dramatics. Putting it, yeah. Or so he can't get married. Allison. I know. We're getting off topic. Yeah. Off topic. But so sorry. speaking of marriage. Okay. Natalie and Shane didn't get married. No. No. That was shocking. First of all, where do I start? Shane yeah. was like absolute shit. He was so hungover. He didn't even brush his hair. I don't he, think he was hungover. I think he was wasted. And uh, I'm going to throw something out. It was snowing in Chicago that day. In June. Snowing. Because he seemed very clear-headed sitting like in the very beginning. Like when he had just awoken. Sorry, that man has never been clear-headed. <laughs> well, okay, he was this boy, he was as clear-headed as he could possibly be. And then when he walked up to that altar and he was like <sighs> the eyes. And then he kept were... going like this with his teeth. Who am I? Who am I? The eyes are like, popping. I I was like Shane. The and eyes the... were popping. I think the way I would describe Shane is the way I've described Ruby before, which is like Ed from The Lion King, that one hyena whose eyes are like crossed, tongue is hanging out, jaw is askew. Like that's what he looked like on his wedding day. And you here's Natalie, stunning, a queen, a vision. Allison, I cried when she was like getting with her dad and like they were having oh. this really nice moment and he was like being your father is like the greatest thing I've ever done. Like I cried I, at that I, part. I was so emotional. I was like, yeah. because I was also really nervous, like what was going to happen. And so I just was, and you could see it in her mother's eyes that she's like, please do not marry this man. Please do not marry this man. Like she was, you could tell her mom was very 
trying to be supportive of her, but also was holding back, I think. I agree. And I Natalie looked beautiful. She looked beautiful. I thought her explanation, her speech was great. She she always, unlike Shane, Ed, she always remains level-headed. Mm-hmm. And Very that's logical. something that I, 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 God, I admire that quality in a person because the way I would have been a fucking wreck if I, I mean, I have a tough time even like, t- like telling somebody that they hurt my feelings. No, it's hard I for don't. me when I have to get to that place of like being that logical and that like just I become so cut and dry that I don't even have emotion. Like I'm just like I can't. And nothing. That's also not great. So like I appreciate the fact that she was still so warm. I call that the Courtney Kardashian and I actually kind of am jealous of it. <laughs> but can I just say something really quickly? You saying that Ruby is like Shane. It's not the first time I've heard that. No. Oh. <gasps> Chris Lewis has sent me a picture of Shane wide-eyed, bushy and tails, said, this is Ruby. and said, this is Ruby. And I was <gasps> like, oh, God, that's tough. That's tough to hear. That's, that's Natalie when she walked down the aisle. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways. So, do you think that they will reconnect? Because I do respect her for being like, it's just not the moment we need to get married. No. But then he's like, I just, I, she doesn't want, I wouldn't want, why would I want to marry her? She doesn't want me. Okay. Also, their fight. He also that they said had. that he hated her. Hated her. She was the worst thing that's ever happened to him. And she goes, "Wait, you stand by what you said?" Because he was like, "I stand by everything that I said." And she was like, "Wait, you said you hated me." Yeah. Yeah. I I hope for I hope they don't get back together. Neither I fucking I. hope because I hope he runs to Shayna's arms and that they can be a fucking Tasmanian devil couple together. <laughs> You're gonna see them running amok in I Chicago, am. Allison. I will. But I, I really feel like Natalie could be, like, a friend of mine. Like, I just think she's 100%. funny. And she needs to be with someone who d- is not so needy. Like, Shane is, is, like, an open wound of need. And she just doesn't fully – she can't do that because she's, like, you're a grown man. Like, I'm not going to constantly be, like, you're so handsome. You're so this. Like, yes. Like, you are a psycho. But, like, and I get – if words of affirmation are his love language, like, I get it. You do That's have to, fine, like, but – but with that said, and also, I do wonder, here I go, Dr. Allison, therapist, I do wonder how much of it is, like, trauma from his, losing his dad. He did lose his dad very recently. Months, months prior. I do wonder about that. Uh, that's not necessarily an excuse, though, but I do also, I just really do think, like, I wonder how much of that played a role in the way he acted, like, his immaturity. Yeah. With that said, it's not the right fit. I do think Natalie needs somebody who is goofy, but not somebody who's goofy like Shane. Like she needs somebody who has a sense of humor, who can like, who can have an intellectual banter with her. I don't think that's Shane. I think Shane loves like jackass. Yeah, yeah no, she needs someone. She doesn't need an Ed. She needs a Simba. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she needs Hell a Mufasa because yeah. he's maybe a little too stoic, maybe a little too serious. Oh, I but think she Simba's- needs a Timon. Oh, Somebody who's kind of quick-witted. Oh, okay. I agree. I see that. She doesn't need a Timon. Not a Pumbaa. I think Simba, not a Pumbaa. No. Because Pumbaa is like into fart jokes. And <laughs> Pumbaa might be also she. <laughs> Pumbaa, no. She doesn't need a Pumbaa. You know who's no. Pumbaa? Danielle. You know what's funny is Because when she would love a fart on... joke. Oh, and you know what? There's no shame in a fart joke. Pumbaa Sometimes... would play air guitar with her. Pumbaa would play rock band. 
uh, what's wrong with dancing on the table? I'm sorry. Wait, are you being serious? I don't Allison. think there's. I don't think that that's. I don't think it deserved the criticism that what Nick goes gave on her. in Chicago. Seriously, here's the thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with dancing on a table, but for her to just be like, if the table breaks, it breaks. And he's like, no. There was a really really no. funny meme, and Chris Chris Lewis, friend of the pod, uh, reminded me of it. And it was like, it was like imagining Nick's table breaking, and then him ha- getting those emails being like your table's back ordered. Like the new table's like, it like just is never coming. <laughs> and it was, it was literally sending me. So, oh, it was so funny. Okay. That sounds like you had to be there. I have to be honest. I, I know. I'm really sorry. I one. think, I think I lost you, Allison. I think I lost you. On that Listen. joke, you did. But, um, okay. Yeah. Shane, Natalie, it's not right. And it's so mm. funny because everyone I know before the finale was like, I didn't see it between them, but honestly, like, I think they're fantastic together. And now it's like, it's not good. No, I mean, I was that person. I was fully like, listen, I liked, I thought that they were opposites, but then, but they, you know, I always say opposites attract, but it doesn't mean that it works. Like you still have to have some sort of like fundamental thing that was you know the same and it's like they're not the same they don't look at the world in the same way and that it's too much of a difference I think also like Shane will say something and Natalie she doesn't let it roll off her her back which is she shouldn't have to do that but I think in a relationship you do have to compromise sometimes and like when somebody says something you're just like you know I'm not gonna even but she always was like wait, do you mean that? And, and then it suddenly became like a big thing because he doesn't take any type of feedback well. And (laughs) I think her communication style is like, we should talk this through. And his communication style is I said something and I'm never going to say it again. I'll never like even pretend like I said that word, those words. Yeah. Other than I hate you, which he stands by. So it just isn't meant to be. It was bad, and, like, he he looked terrible. It sh- She looked like a goddess. And I just think, like, oh, that part at the end when she was explaining, she was like, my dad has always made me feel so safe and so secure. And when I saw Shane, it just, like, I, I always felt on edge. I was like, that is – and then when her dad grabbed her, the you know, her train to, like, help her, I was like, what a king. I actually think that I will literally use that – as a litmus test of like feeling safe. I thought that too. Like feeling the safe and the safety and the security. Like you really know that you have found somebody when you feel that security, like you can not only be yourself, but just know that they'll, they'll be, they'll, they'll protect you in whatever way that, whatever that means to you. Yeah. And I honestly like Natalie, like I, I tip my hat and I'm wearing a hat right now. So that's it. That's a true comment. Uh, and I will carry that with me. I really will. So I appreciate her saying that because you know what? I learned something from this. I did too. And I totally agree. I, that will be, cause I immediately thought of like my that. own relationships. Yeah. 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 Um, let's talk about Ayana and Jarrett. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's end on a happy note. <laughs> yes. It's funny that they sandwiched the two couples that did get married. Like yeah, at I, the end, they were the yeah. bread. Everyone else was the lettuce, tomato, and onion. I love them. I cried. I sobbed. 
I think that they're the cutest couple in the entire fucking world. I would die for them. I think she is adorable. Adorable. And I, I love their families. I think that their families are complete opposites and I think it's going to work. And they, they were the only wedding. And I, I get that we didn't really see a ton of Nick and Danielle's wedding. So I say this with a grain of salt that they, it felt like a real wedding. Yeah. It like, felt like they were having joy. a great time. Joy that's supposed to be at a wedding was there. And I loved it. I, I loved it. They have like this really nice, like rapport together, like where he just like loves her so much. And she just thinks he's amazing, but she's, she can't give in to him that much. Cause then she'll be like, you know, she'll be like, she, you're so extra, like relax, but she loves it. She, she loves it. She busts his chops and I love it. And I yeah. think that that's going to keep them going for de- I mean, decades. His friends were even crying. His friend goes, that got me. Because when she said her, like, little speech. Her dad, his dad, like, officiating. I know, and then he cried. Oh, I loved it. And I loved her adoptive family sitting there and just being like, you better say yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I love how, like, they just seemed that they just have a really good time together. And I think that they complement each other really well. Um, I hope, I hope. You know, nothing but the best for them. Nothing but the best. Like nothing I said, I the best. Are I we really getting a cried. reunion? I hope so. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get a reunion. You said that with like an English accent. Are we getting a reunion? <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching. <laughs> I hope so. To answer your question, okay. one could hope, but uh, I, I mean, they had a reunion last year or last season, I should say. The best of it, though, is like the reunion where they do it like six months later and then they all go to a party and there's three episodes of just like drama and that's when it gets good oh and I, I recommend can't wait. you are you gonna go back and watch season one absolutely it's fantastic and i can't stop talking about the show allison i don't think you understand like i was well, out to dinner did, with frenchy and i was like oh my god i have to talk to you about this show and he was like i don't know what's going on he didn't even know ben affleck and jlo dated at, at the, the first time like i'm talking to someone who was like no concept. Uh, is he of- a Martian? Yeah. He's like, I don't. What? And I'm like, oh, boy. Trying to explain Love is Blind to him has really been a journey. I'm like, this man was in a corn costume. And he was like, I'm sorry. This man was in a what? I love that corn costume. And what I was going to say is when I did my deep dive on Danielle's Instagram, I found her post, her a photo of herself in the corn costume from like 2013. So just know that this girl is the real deal. That's who she is. That little yeah. pink inflatable guitar. Yeah, and I love that for her. And I'm saying that because I want to interview her. <laughs> I know. I was like, Allison, you're being very positive. I know. <laughs> I know. It's and I love great. that, but I get it. I My one feedback, piece of feedback would be, I just think she needs a different color contour. You know what? I agree. But also I have to, you know, I got to give it to her. She has really beautiful eyes. Oh my God. Her eyes are they really stunning. Piercing. But it runs in the family. Mom it, I love her mother. I love her mother. Is I is her mom like her. your mom? Uh kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. Like yeah. just from what you've said about your mom, I was like, I kind of feel like maybe this is how I picture Sam's mom a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. She's <laughs> but I, I wish nothing but the best for the couples that lasted and the couples that didn't. I think it's best to like let sleeping dogs lie. So that's that's yeah. my I'm advice. a big I'm a big advocate for like if you break up once, don't get back together. If you say I no at the think, altar, don't even try it again. Well, at that Just, point, yes. Like you I gotta think, 
move on. I agree. Love, do you think love is blind? That's what I was going to ask you at the end, too. <laughs> it, it's interesting. You know what? I think I do think love can be blind. I really do. I think, like, chemistry and, like, sex and, like, uh, attraction is so, so, so important in a relationship. But I actually do think that, like, that to me isn't as important as the emotional connection. Because as somebody said to Shake, God bless, you are, like, marrying a personality. Like, you're spending your life with a person. With, like, and whatever they can look like can change and will change. Yeah. And so... I don't know. Like, I think that it is important to have, I would prioritize that emotional connection over a physical, uh, appearance, not necessarily a physical attraction, but I don't know. What do you think? I'm just talking in circles now. Everyone said love is blind, except for who one person said they don't think love is blind. I know. Was it was Shane? That? Yeah. I feel like it was Shane. I think it was, was like, Shane. Which is, blind. I guess love isn't blind. And then and you're like, he was like, I'm going to go get a beer. Yeah. He was literally wild. his his buddies were drinking white claws that morning. I was like, oh boy. They're a what do you think? Is love, is love blind, Sam? You love love, so I'm curious. I love love so much, and I love that you know that I love love. Well, you say it like every day. I dragged constantly. I listen. I don't think love has to be blind. Hmm. Like I I think it's important to like be attracted to someone yeah. on some level. But I think sometimes when you have that, like, really deep emotional connection or not even – it doesn't even have to be that deep. But if your personalities just get along so well, they become really attractive Attractive. To you. Yes. And you're just like, oh, my God, I love this person. Like, they're so cute. Like, I just yes. love them. And, I, like, you can't explain it. Maybe love is blind. I don't know what's going on with me. I feel like you just made a declaration. And I love it. Oh, All the time favorite. When the girls come in – Sorry, you guys, something really funny just happened, but we cut it. Maybe, I don't even know if we're going to cut it. Something really funny just happened, though, and I'm crying now. Uh, But when the girls come in and the guys are like, what's your type? And the girls say, I don't really have a type. I just like, you know, it's all about the banter. It's all about like if he's got a good personality. And I kind of agree with that. Like you said, if somebody has a a personality is so much more attractive than like a physical quality to me. Totally. And so, and you can have form those like physical and like sexual connections, I think by just falling in love with somebody's personality. I really do. So yeah, maybe love is blind. You know what, Allison? I think we decided love is blind. And did you know that they're already filming a season three? Sure did. Where is it located? Do you know? I don't know, but I cannot wait. This is like, this is all I want to talk about. I, I can't I'm, wait for you to go back to season one. I'm literally Can you obsessed. document it on Bravo Historian? Because, like, I want to see your thoughts, even if it's, like, two and, two and a half years later. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, when I broke up with someone two weeks before COVID shut down, um, he did bring up Love is Blind in the breakup conversation. And I wish to God I remembered exactly what he said. But I think he was looking at me like, love, our love isn't blind. He doesn't think love is blind. And I said this on um, Pop Chaser, but love is blind, but I don't think love is death. So salary, leave your fucking guitar at home and don't ever bring that shit into a relationship again. Ever. Period. Period. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to this crossover episode of Pop Chaser and Hot Off the Mess. Of course, if you want to join in on these conversations and trust me, we're having these conversations on the dip.com. Use the promo code queso. That is 95% off 
your first year subscription to the dip. And you're probably like, how much is that actually going to equate to? It's $3, $3. You can get a cup of coffee for more than that. So like, just don't get a cup of coffee one day and subscribe to the dip for a year. And you can talk to Sam. You can talk to me. You can talk to anybody you want. Uh, all about love is blind. You can tell us if you think love is blind. You can tell us if you think love is uh, death. You can tell us if you think that I should do more accents on podcasts. Anything? Absolutely. Yes. And uh, so that is going on until March. So please, please, please take advantage of it. It's going fast guys. It's, I know it's time. Yeah. No, literally January was 10 years long. February was an hour. Uh, an hour long exactly yeah but this was so fun I'm so glad we did it and you can you guys know where to find me at Allison Piwo on Instagram and Twitter and Sam you want to do your clothes off <laughs> I mean how do I follow that up you I don't know. you really nailed it I obviously you guys thank you so much for listening and you can follow me at Bravo Historian on Instagram at Tokyo Left on Twitter lots of unhinged thoughts over there um, I will be in Mexico next week. So that will be exciting. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys on the gram. Bye. Bye. Offer deadline on Oak Street, aisle three. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. C-A-D-R-E-0-1-5-2-1-9-3-0. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 